0: Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. I compromised with Fiddy. He said, look, all right, I know we usually play Billy Joel here at two o'clock on a Friday, but we also go in with the team week intro. So can I play some Billy Joel? And then Wes, of course, you know, Fiddy, he's going to huh, put some lies on something. right? You know how he does. He's going to stretch the truth. And he said, look, this is the only thing that I contribute to the show. It's my one staple that I put on the show just trying to convince me to let him play Billy Joel. And I was like, wait, where are you going to play at 2 o'clock? Or where are you going to play at 2.45? Well, I'm going to play Narcos. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, so that's another thing. What You know, 50 favorites Wednesday. Right. As well, if yeah. he
1: doesn't get three segments per yeah. show and that's then right. get multiple opportunities to talk. Yeah, right. When he's not eating Snickers and combos. That's, that's right. Yes. And you're right. When I'm trying to kick it to a Fitty flash, I have
0: to hold on because he's not <laughs> done with his combos yet. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's the only but no, it's, it's not fair if I don't let him go to Billy Joel. Right. So anyways, you're welcome, fitty. You're welcome. It is a fitty Friday, if you ask me. A fitty fry, yay.
2: It hits every time. Like it, I I know you get tired you got tired of hearing it every day.
0: Oh, I, I really did, to be honest with you.
2: But every Friday at two o'clock like this is like this is how I know I'm near the weekend. When I hear piano man, I'm like well, it, one you, more damn hour.
0: Well, I I know that you're gonna love it, and I know Myron Goodman is always gonna love it because he texts in every single time, and
2: he always says this is the best m- bump music of the entire show every single time. So you know what's funny? Yesterday I put everybody else's music on blast, and I pretty much that's right said I'm the best music player here at the station, DJ whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I I come in this morning, <laughs> and you know what Shrappy's doing in the side studio?
0: Oh, is he he's downloading music?
2: man i'm getting the the some some new music for the morning show and i was like
0: oh flounder
2: Flatter's stepping on just your toes, to be stepping on them toes.
0: Flounder just happens to be in
3: studio. You, what do you uh, make of shroppy criticism? He's trying to
2: come for my mantle?
3: What's what song? What songs are is is he getting? I I only play a specific type of song, so unless yeah, like, like, it fits yeah, that category, yeah,
2: Linkin Park soundtrack from '96. <laughs> that's one of the greatest music alternative Wars. rock
3: bands ever. Music I mean, if, I, if you if you didn't listen to their music as a kid, you're just a pathetic loser. Oh, Dang. that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, mean, I think that music should
2: be parked <laughs> from you know. Of the soundtracks because how old it is?
3: <laughs> how so, old it is? Piano Man is an older song <laughs> than anything Lincoln Park has ever made. And it, ever. Is, a, and it is a classic. Like you are an a- you you're an ass. I mean, I mean been, my
2: god, babies have been conceived a Piano Man. What you don't happened- think
3: babies were conceived at Lincoln Park
2: concerts? Yeah, uh, Trailer Park babies. Oh man. We're to this right is ridiculous. I, I mean, so can deep.
3: somebody get my back here? Like, are anybody? Lincoln Park? Uh, anything? No,
1: I like Lincoln Park they when they did the mashup with Jay Z. It was pretty dope. Yeah, yes, all always a great one.
0: Well, yeah. my question was, what was Shroppy doing in order to get music that Flounder wasn't playing?
3: Like, why Shroppy? I wasn't even alerted that he was getting music for my show.
2: He was like, "Yeah, bro, I got to get some new music for the morning show." That sounds oh. like how you used to. I think City might me. be
3: capping, trying to get a
2: people to you know, turn on Shroppy. i wouldn't i wouldn't put him know, because, past dude it. shrop shrop and i like our bond has grown even deeper in the last few weeks and yesterday okay. you hit an all-time high
0: oh I, go ahead and go ahead and say it go because say it.
2: you know he was like fitty i know you used to i know you used to hate me which i did hate Shroppy when you first got hired but there were external factors for why this hatred existed. You're a horrible person. <laughs> but he, he did say he was like, you are my favorite person in the building. So he t- I, I'm
0: in the fishbowl with Colin and Fitty <laughs> walks in and he is smiling ear to ear, legitimately happy, glowing, saying, "Shroppy told me I was his favorite today. And me and Colin are just laughing because of how excited Fitty was. So this is unfortunate for Shroppy because now you feel so proud about this fact that you need to tell Flounder this on top of Shroppy criticizing Flounder's music. And so now I just feel like Flounder is catching Shroppy shade, or shade <laughs> strays from all across the board here. How do you feel about this? I hate this kid. I, I hate know. this kid. I well, look, I don't honest. even blame you, man. Like, you guys went and had some beers. The producer... Happy hour is something that has taken place. Yeah, here he is he's talking, turning his about back
3: it. on me, saying my music isn't good enough, so and he's got to get more music the in there. That
2: was in between his legs. Was flounder? Sh- was flounder? This, I mean, this is the is this ultimate confirmed?
3: betrayal of the. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, Shrop. If you head to your car later this afternoon and there's a flat tire, wow, wasn't me. I know that. I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm just saying. As
2: long as you have a fat tire beside it, I think he'd be okay. That's oh, stupid. who you? He's talking about the beer. He's talking about the beer.
3: I oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I thought he just All looked right. like a fat tire. So. All right.
0: So uh, send your condolences to Flounder. You know, send that, tweet at him, text him, whatever you want to do. We have to move on. We have to talk about ECU. Give our final predictions. The end of ECU being the featured team on Team Week. Hit the intro, fitting It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. The Pirates were the better team today, and they win. 27 22. And your biggest heartbreak. Miss Johnson bounces off a of one. He's still up. Johnson to the outside has a chance. Foot race, goodbye. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. And every
3: Saturday, you tap that sign. College football is here.
0: All right, Wes, let's start off with what is a tough month to begin your football season. That it is. ECU, they are going to lead off their season by going to Ann Arbor, playing Michigan on September 2nd, a noon kick. They'll play Marshall at home. Then they go to Boone and play Appalachian State on September 16th, before they finish with Gardner Webb, before they uh really head into, I guess, one more game in September against Rice. But if you just want to focus on those first four games, man, I think you'd be great. I think you if if you were offering Mike Houston a two and two record to start the season, you take it and run. And Marshall is going to be the one that is kind of a swing game there. What do you make of the first four games of the game? schedule?
1: That's what I've got there. I've got them going two and two. Of course, Michigan, I mean, you don't want to call it a check game because I'm sure East Carolina's not getting a check to come and play like there's some also ran. But, uh, you know, this is just food for Michigan to be able to chow on to start the season. But then when you talk about Marshall, uh, Marshall's got some stuff coming back. When you talk about Rasheen Ali who missed most of 2022 after he ran for 1,400 yards, he's coming back at running back. They've got Cam Fancher at quarterback. They said he's shown a lot of promise as well, but they're going to be looking for some targets at wide receiver. I think East Carolina might have just enough to be able to beat Marshall at home and what should be an exciting game. Those ECU fans should be pumped up about that. Then you go to App State Uh, last year they had the lowest win total since moving to the FBS but five of those six losses came by one score so they'll be chomping at the bit to get back on track, And so they've got to find a quarterback to replace Chase Rice right now. Looks like Ryan Berger could be the guy. But I'm going to give them two and two, Gardner-Webb. The they should be able to get that done. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt against Marshall that they get the job. To.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go the same way just because that game is at home. If it was in sure. uh, Huntington, West Virginia, Hell. then I think it would be a little different. But because they're at home, because that environment is so highly thought of, I'll go ECU two and two to start their college football season with only one more game left to go in September. But as I mentioned with their tough schedule, just to give an overview of what's to come for the Pirates this season, if you look at what their schedule compares to with the rest of their conference opponents, they have the third hardest schedule behind only UAB and Tulsa. Their odds of bowling right now, according to ESPN advanced stats is only 29%. So that game against Marshall, we were talking about the most important conference games. Hell, you can just go right there, at least with Marshall being a part of their schedule. You go to Marshall. I mean, that's a huge one. If you go one in three, one in three is going to be a bad start for this pirate squad. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. The next one, let's just kind of break this up into four games a piece. Rice, SMU, Charlotte, and Texas San Antonio. Those will be the next games that they have. They'll have to travel to Rice. They'll have two games at home against smu and charlotte and then they hit the road to play utsa what's the next four game record that you would expect for ecu to finish
1: well they head down to rice to take on jt daniels he might put on a usc helmet when he runs out of the tunnel because he's got so many he's been to so many schools he might put on the wrong helmet but i'm gonna give them a win down there in texas to get it done then smu we talked about that uh one of the teams in the their division or in their conference, Casey Thompson at quarterback. I'm not fully sure that I trust him, but I think SMU will have enough uh, of the requisite talent to be able to get Uh, The job done. And then Charlotte, man, listen, I'm going to go full Queen City. I don't know what Biff Pogey's going to roll out there, but I'm going with them to give East Carolina the L, okay? Even on the road, I like Pogey and that mantra he's coming in with, listen, defense and running game travels. It's a real thing, folks, and if they run the ball the way big Biff Pogey wants to run it, they're going to get the job done. And then against UTSA, this is another team at Conference USA, potent offense, Uh, uh, good young quarterback. I think they take the L there as well. So I think they're going to deal with a little bit of adversity. I got them going one and three during this gauntlet. Um, Rice is
0: projected to finish worse in the conference this upcoming season. So yes. I'm going to give them the win against Rice, which will get them back on track if they do lose against App State and Michigan. Right, and and I'm a-
1: sorry, they have Preston Stone as the quarterback at SMU. My bad. I said Casey Tom.
0: No, you're good. Um, we all forgive you. So now we can move <laughs> on and go with their win against Rice on the road. Even if it is on the road, I would expect ECU to win. That would give them a 3-2 and two record at that point. Problem is, SMU, skip Charlotte for now and then UTSA especially on the road those are two teams that are expected to battle for the conference championship so I'm gonna have ECU just with so much turnover right like if they had old nailers again then yeah we could give them a legitimate chance against these guys I expect ECU to lose both of those games and I'm gonna expect them to lose against Charlotte you come on you thought I was right baby come on let's go let's go I was gonna pick them to beat charlotte i'm not doing that big poge yeah biff Pogi is gonna come in and run the damn ball that's, that's what we're right. gonna do against that defense <laughs> and so i expect the 49ers to win that one at least i'm saying it here so only in the next four games wes i think you and i are both kind of on the same page here rice was the only victory that we gave them in that first game so now if you want to do the math you go two and two in your first four you go one and three in the next four three and six record not off to a great start let's kick it off the uh the last quarter here so at the the way that you'll finish the season Tulane FAU Navy and Tulsa needing three wins to become bowl eligible Wes do they get it done in the last four games of the season
1: uh I think they are able to get the job done and when you look at Tulane what they've got listen that's just going to be an L for them because I think the quarterback plays too strong Michael Pratt he is fancy. That's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the country, according to Pro Football Focus, so I think that's going to be just a little bit too much, and they are the favorites to win the American, but then you got Florida Atlantic, and they've got Casey Thompson, so I'm not too sure about him. I, I've never been a big fan. This is his third school, so I'm going to give them the advantage over Florida Atlantic. They get the win. Navy, I give them the win, and Tulsa, I give them the win to finish at 6 and 6, and they'll get into some lower tier bowl that I will not watch because I don't watch <laughs> bowl games until there are teams from Power 5 football involved. Yeah,
0: so this is kind of the you have to take advantage of some of these 50-50 ball games part of the schedule. And luckily for them, if they do lose against some of the tougher competition on what is a tough conference schedule and they will have some ground to make up, and it does provide an opportunity for them to do so. Tulane, I expect an L there as well. And, Wes, I expect them to finish with five wins on the season. Oh, not no bowling them to go, in no.
1: Greenville. I just
0: think against FAU on the road, against Navy on the road, and then even if Tulsa at home, man, those are 50-50 ball games mm. compared to where everybody is going to finish. So that loss to Tulane, you'll have to win out to go bowling, and then I expect them to lose one other game. I expect them to go five and seven on the season, and that'll do it. You have Mike Houston in his third straight bowl. Yeah. I do not. And so with the overall feeling on this team, if we just want to dive a little deeper, what are some things to watch for as we give our final predictions as to what could make, because it's going to get close, as yeah. you mentioned. It's going to, you're you're putting them with their backs all the way up against the wall, having to win out. So what are some swing factors that we can talk about?
1: Well, here? is this basic, as we talked about, it's going to come down to quarterback play, because if they're not able to get it done, you can lay a lot at the feet of mason garcia this is a four-star player we know coach logan talked about how the star system goes but A lot of those guys that do get the high stars, a lot of them can play, and I'm expecting Mason Garcia to be a guy that might not be a world-beater but could be good enough to get East Carolina to a bowl game. I know they've got a lot to replace. The defense needs a lot of fixing, but I just feel like the thing that I'm going to watch for is Mason Garcia's development early in the season. Does he look the part of the guy who can lead him? We know he's got the size 6'6", 240. We know he can run, but does he have the requisite accuracy and decision? making because in the one start that i watched him play he struggled as far as just being the kid scrambling around throwing it around but that was a while ago so hopefully he's grown a lot from then he's a career 50 percent passer so he's gonna need to step up and be the guy early for them and late as well and i think that's gonna be the thing to watch for is mason garcia capable of living up to the hype
0: we went with our most important games on the schedule there's a lot of them considering how tough it is but the one easily, and I'll say this, maybe not easily, but maybe the more polarizing decision that we made, Wes, we both had ECU dropping their game against Charlotte. Yeah, that game is going to be a monster huge, matchup huge. at the midway point of the season with ECU having gotten off to what is presumably not the greatest start because of the competition that you have to face. And if you don't beat Charlotte, you have tough games against San Antonio and Tulane back-to-back. FAU is not an easy trip to make, by the way, going down. And plus, we know about Navy's tradition. Charlotte is a monster game for ECU, especially with them, despite all the turnover, expecting still to finish above Charlotte in the conference. That's going
1: to be a fun game. I'm going to be be tuned in for that one because, like I said, East Carolina has always loved to beat the in-state schools. Yeah. That's going to be a good
0: one. All right, we can answer some of these ECU texts on the other side. Plus, Wes told me about the QB documentary. I'd seen it advertised, and I decided to just run all the way through it yesterday. I just binge-watched it, got through every single episode. It was so much fun. This thing is incredible. I want to share some thoughts on it coming up next on Wes and Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. It's Weston Walker on Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. Thanks for joining us on ninety two seven FM. A couple more segments to go. We're getting everybody hype in the studio for the Luke Holmes concert tonight. Even if this isn't Luke Holmes playing right now, I know Fitty Flounder. They're
1: going. I want them to have a good time, Wes. I do too. I was I just giving them the uh, the the drinking limits that they should have <laughs> during the break.
0: You guys are going straight to. Um, uh, where are you guys going after this? I forgot.
2: We're going down to the doghouse. for Oh, the little, thank you. a little pre concert party thing. And, you,
0: you know uh, what I wanted to do. We talked about bad dogs the other day. I wanted to say bad dogs and I couldn't get doghouse in my head, but that's what it was. So you guys are going to the doghouse in a second.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going to go after, uh, we get done uh, or whenever I get done, uh, on the air and, uh, just you and Flown. Yeah. going to, going to, going to flex the wad a little bit tonight. Cause I, uh, flex I, the wallet. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I mean, based
1: off what he told us, yeah, Clinder, y'all could have a great night if he decided to really spin, Like, you guys could get it in tonight. Those fat stacks. <laughs> as get it in.
0: Ooh, 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 easy man. Well, that's also something else.
1: But I go mean, ahead. I'm saying y'all could get the Uber XL. Y'all could roll like some big dogs. <laughs> We're tonight. gonna walk. We gotta. We gotta
3: walk. We're gonna hoof it all the way down. Ooh, there. Those Ubers oh. gonna be. Those Ubers
1: gonna be on fire. Ooh, I don't know if I walk.
2: It's yeah, humid, of a dog. Walk? How long, it's humid. long of a walk is that? It's a
1: mile. But it's humid, though. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I know. You're right about that. I guess I even thought it was longer than a mile. I mean, I just went outside to do some quick errands this morning, (laughs) and I was just like already sweaty. Well, we don't want to
2: pay for parking. We're cheap. I got free parking
1: here. And it is a country concert. I guess y'all probably could get away with being a little. You know, a little musty. Oh, is that right? <laughs>
0: wow. wow! Dude, you're you're, gonna, the, the you're text going to line, you? barn vibes, you know. The Y'all text couldn't... line is not going to be happy. <laughs> but I think you look good, man. I think you could really I, do. I I think, You know what? I, I appreciate, you, that. I I appreciate num- that. I think you could get a number tonight if you wanted to pursue something. Mm. And you've got a nice, I think so. It's a, is it a button-up shirt all the way? It's not a polo, right? It's an actual no, it button-up shirt. Yeah,
1: it is a button-up shirt. <sighs> yes, yeah, it's looking fresh. Brian, to I death. think you could do a mullet or like a mohawk. Yeah, you'd be lit. I like all the, the hair you got up top, yo. That'd a be mullet? fire. Can yeah, we a get mullet a mullet? I,
3: I gotta get the hair trimmed. That's the problem. I should have done that beforehand, but uh, I'm lazy. So. Especially for the night, man. You got you a mullet to go up in there. Hey, I think that's
1: we, definite
3: number. Can we set this up? Heat fan
0: said he just started Ubering. He said he'll pick y'all up. Maybe we could put something else up here or you guys are just going to walk and nothing can convince you otherwise.
2: I don't ride with heat fans.
0: All right. Well, we just had some shade there. Would you ride with a heat fan I, and leave? I mean, it's
3: a free ride. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm
0: gonna, that's worth it. That's right. That's right. I was about to say, Flounder will uh will just leave you hanging then. So, yeah, that's what I, I want to see both of y'all have a good time. Go to Bad
1: Dogs. Go to the concert. And You
0: guys you don't still have see to, you
3: said it wrong again. God, yes. doghouse. And <laughs> so, somebody
1: wrote that in. Somebody yeah. wrote Bad Come on, Dogs. And the there. concert is outdoors, so I'm saying yeah. that to say that tonight there will be people in there like, After you guys are in there dancing and having a good time, people are going to start to get a little sweaty because it's so doggone muggy out there. Now, I know a lot of
0: people going to country concerts as well will wear jean shorts. They'll wear cutoffs. Did you guys ever consider doing that as a tandem?
3: Jean shorts, yeah, that's, I think that's 2007,
0: a, man. That's a now. Is that when Jean shorts died? 2007? I mean,
2: I think that's when I quit wearing them. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I've just seen some people dress up for the occasion. You guys didn't put on any cowboy boots or anything like that either. No, you know you're gonna see I don't own a pair.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I used to have boots when I worked, when I worked in construction. I could have borrowed uh, a cowboy hat from my cousin, but I mean, let's just. I look like an ass when I wake up. I don't need to. Oh, you know. <gasps> make it look any worse by wish, a cowboy hat. I, I mean, wish, that's
0: true. I wish so badly that you would have worn a cowboy hat in here today.
2: Oh, I mean, if trust me, as much as I love Tombstone, if I could pull off the look,
3: uh-huh.
2: I'd pull off the look. I
3: don't think I could pull off a cowboy hat look. If you oh, if man, you, you wore the cowboy hat with what you're wearing right now, you would look like just... <laughs> I mean, that would be one of the worst looks possibly ever. I think, I think a cowboy hat would be dope. I think, I think it would it'd be fine if he wore jeans, right? If he wore... F- I agree. Regular jeans, I think you'd probably be alright, but you gonna, if, if you did that, you would be sweating up a storm. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, no, no. just some jean shorts,
0: <laughs> because you guys are caring too much how you look. Nobody cares at this country concert. You're dressing for the occasion. It'll be a great icebreaker. It'll be a great thing that you can talk about in yes. some kind of social activity. it would be fantastic. Because you know you're gonna get a, I like your hat. Yeah. <laughs> Boom!
1: <laughs> Come on, man! I like your hat. What are they gonna say, Wes? I like your hat.
0: I agree. I think you can Hear that at least a few times. See, women use little subtle stuff like that to let you know that the coast is clear for you to holler, and then you can start talking. That would yeah. be great. Look, I'm not going to
1: act like I'm some
3: I, player around here. I get, I, 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 I get, I have a boyfriend a lot, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of women at the show that don't have boyfriends. But yeah, man, if you guys did the hats or or did a nice uh, hardcore like hair hair. Type of deal, like you need mm-hmm. conversation pieces.
0: That's right. Uh, Hornets. Ron said Luke Combs is a t-shirt and trucker hat type of crowd.
2: That's 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 very accurate. Well, yeah, you yeah. guys should. That
0: I mean, Yo, you're pretty close to it. That your Flounder's pretty close to it.
3: I like. I've just that's never seen. I'm pretty, pretty sure Boyd. I've seen Luke Combs wear this exact getup right here on yeah. stage. That's so. it.
0: And you look, yeah. I think uh, I think Flounder looks great. I'm really well, excited to Somebody see what said happens.
1: Somebody Bradley Blank said nobody is going to care. So many people will be drunk.
0: This what? is this another is a whole fact. Now I'm. What what were you saying oh my god to? Um something else you can't read?
2: No, Flan, we didn't invite NASCAR Brad.
3: Oh, weird. I didn't know that NASCAR Brad was a country fan. That's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I he, mean, you know what? I'll i asked th- if he was going with y'all too. You he did. got he got to go he got to go to two races this
2: fast weekend. So, but I mean, he didn't. He didn't invite us to go. Oh nah, yeah, that's go. Just, nah, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, trophy husband oh. sent in a picture of a Reno 911 Jeff and said, "That's what you guys would look like if Walker dressed you."
2: <laughs> that is not true. You're, I mean, you're gonna dress me next week when we go shopping for the ACC dinner. So well, we're and see I see what you got. in Wait, case. is Walker
1: going? Is it just me? You invited both of us to help well, you. Well, he invited or what? both of it's us. It's
2: gonna be a show thing, and I think. We gotta resend the invitation. Remember, Stro wanted to do this when she was doing the midday thing with us That's back true. during the fill in time.
3: That's true. Oh yeah, she might she would not be happy. Stro did
0: want to go clubbing with us that one time when we were all thinking about it. And yeah. also do the extreme makeover when really it's just getting you a new outfit. She did want to do that.
2: I mean I mean I need a new makeover. We'll start with the clothes.
0: Okay. We can we can start with the clothes. And you said, I'm going to be the one dressing you. If Wes is going to be involved, he's going to be the one taking the reins on this. <laughs>
3: yeah, we've heard I mean, some just, of Walker suggestions here. I don't know if he should be dressing anybody but I himself. think for
1: both of y'all, especially the dating profiles or for an event like tonight, like something drastic is what's going to get the job done. Like I should have shaved my something head. Something bold and drastic.
0: <sighs> oh, yes, please. <laughs> I coughed because so <laughs> I wanted it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I went bald head, cowboy hat wearing fitty. I would have loved to see that. By the way, bagel guy makes a great point. You think someone named NASCAR Brad wasn't a country music fan? It's a great point.
2: Mm. (laughs) I didn't say that. That was that. Uh, He said, where
1: y'all sitting? He said, he'll grab a ticket.
0: There you go. See, NASCAR Brad is, I feel like that's the most optimistic dude ever. He's one of one, man. I mean, he's, he's great. I love the fact that he listens to us and that he's a friend of y'all's, except when it comes to country concerts. But he can still go there. Oh, my gosh. He can get, he can get a ticket, and then he can hang out with y'all. Um, I also don't know. I imagine you guys would go to the Luke Combs concert. I'm going to a concert this weekend, too. Okay. Now, Killer Mike was, he is hosting a concert, I think, tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. He's going to be in town um, uh, publicizing Michael, the new album that he had. But I'm going to go to an Erykah Badu and Most Deaf concert on Sunday. Okay. And I was asking, you remember when we were looking at tickets? I was looking at tickets. I was asking, is that a concert that you would go to? I wonder how many other people are going to it, but it's going to be at the Spectrum Center. I'm excited about it. And what's great is that even if it was Erykah Badu, my girlfriend wanted to go. I was all for it. But then I keep forgetting that Most Def is going to be there as well, and that's oh, what really gets me excited. I,
1: mean, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, Wes. Most Def is going to be there. Now it's not no, Most Def, it's Yasin Bey now. Yes, that's but my guy though. Is he really?
1: Yes.
0: He's going to be there, man. It One gets of the
1: best voices ever in hip.
0: It's a great voice. And plus just lyricist. Will yes. I mean, will beat yes. you in yes. a battle. Yeah. No doubt about it. Does that change? I mean, are you going to start looking? I don't know if there are tickets um, out there.
1: Um yeah, I don't I still don't think I will look. But it's well, a little that's enticing that's now, good. right? Because I'm thinking I'm gonna go to the I'm going to go to the 50 Cent, uh, Busta Rhymes, I think Jeremiah show. Okay, when is that happening? That's in August. Okay, well I might have exactly. to go to that too. Exactly. But I'm excited for it. Well, let's Caban go Duke. then. Come on, get oh. All right, let's 50 do cent that. And Busta, that's two of my favorites. Fitty, you want to go too? Fitty, said you gotta go. Yeah.
2: On, when is this? Fifty it's going in to August. 50.
0: If if you share a name with somebody, then you got to go, man. 50 Cent. That would be fantastic. August what? i was about to tell you. All right. We can do that. I do want to talk a little bit more about this uh, documentary that we were discussing yesterday. If we're on a dead period talking about August concerts. 16th. August 16th. He's there. Done. No ifs, ands, or buts. You're going to it. You Thank can wear you. your cowboy hat as well. You will be the only one in a cowboy hat at the 50 Cent concert. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about this documentary, Quarterback, released on Netflix. You're through three episodes, Wes? I am. I knocked it out last night. Did you? Couldn't help it. Kept going through it. Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and of course, Pat Mahomes, all featured on this entire series. And I love both of, I I love all three quarterbacks that they chose because they're on such different paths. You have what might be the best quarterback of all time when his career is all said and done. You have one that is polarizing in how good people think Kirk Cousins is. Hasn't made a deep postseason run. Does have one impressive victory against the Saints where he was a big part in beating the Saints in the postseason. And you have Mariota, which he hasn't lived up to his expectations Mm -hmm. after being the number two overall pick. Wes, I think what we're seeing from this documentary, and maybe I'm not thinking of something else out there, but from what I know, this is the most access we've ever had to what it is to uh, to be a quarterback in the NFL. We're seeing so much, and I know you're only on episode three, and I'm not going to play too many spoilers here. You know what happens throughout their seasons, but we're getting so much access into what Kirk Cousins' life is like. They're driving home from from their postseason loss against the Giants, and just a normal conversation between him and his wife while the cameras are there in the car going on home to hear him talk about his true thoughts after what is the worst loss of his career if you take Kirk Cousins' word for it. You're just not going to get that kind of access anymore to see what Pat Mahomes is going through. Remember his ankle injury that he was battling through the postseason. You get to see all sorts of stuff of what he was legitimately battling. Same thing with Kirk cousins, the pain it's nuts. The sounds they make when they are in that excruciating level of pain. It truly, I think this is the best. I think the pain this is the best that it's ever been put into perspective for me, Wes. Like, they're, these quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Pat Mahomes, are letting high-pitched squeals out on the field. Yes. Because it hurts so bad. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is going through a rib injury, gets hit, delivers balls on the dime, by the way, uh-huh. and is just, ah, uh, oh my, like, just on the, on the ground in pain. Uh, it gives you a new level of respect for these
1: Listen, guys. Listen, you're talking about the position that gets hit the most unprotected. Like, when you're talking about the fact that, they get put in compromising positions where they can't see the hit coming. They rarely can protect themselves from the hit. So what do you expect? 260 to 300 pound guys just teeing off on you. You don't know where it's coming from. You have a job to do. Like like you talk about having focus in a job to where I've got to do this no matter what the distraction is around me. You could be sitting in your job. It could be your computer. It could be your phone. It could be anything distracting you from doing your work. Well, imagine the fact that, okay, yeah, Justin Jefferson's about to come open in a half a second, but, oh, yeah, there's a big defensive lineman like a Max Crosby that's coming to smoke me. There's nothing I can do about it, but I got to get this ball there. Imagine that type of distraction. It's great. As I said, I'm been giddy because I get the language. I get all the stuff. I get all of the insides.
0: I don't think there has ever been a better conduit to tell you what the message is and how it is to be a quarterback in the NFL than what I'm watching right now. No, question. I I, I, I know that sounds hyperbolic, but that's how much I stress that everyone should go watch this, because if you want to know what it truly is like to be a quarterback, it's the best demonstration I've ever seen with this documentary. Mm -hmm. And we're only talking about a 2022 season. Whether it's the Kirk Cousins level of pain, where we have AJ writing in, yeah, he's a tough SOB. I felt Kirk's rib pain. It was absolutely brutal. You're seeing Pat Mahomes go through it. You see the kind of fight that Pat Mahomes goes through during this ankle injury. And plus, not only that, it's really cool to see the level of communication between Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins on game days. So Kirk Cousins... Pretty even keel guy, but has his fiery moments as is evidenced by you like that, you like that. We'll show some character when he has the chain around his neck and he's dancing after a victory. You can see a lot of the communication between what he what he goes through every week, trying to learn these play calls that are so wordy. I mean, the play calls are, we, we've heard Chris Sims talk <laughs> 15 about this. Play. It's, 15 it's words. It's absolutely nuts. I, I don't think there will ever be... I mean, look, you're going to have to go into more detail than this, which is going to be hard. But as of right now, anything that I've ever seen, I don't think there's ever been a better demonstration of what it's like to truly be an NFL QB.
1: Yeah, and it's it's amazing. And the thing is, you talk about the play calls, everybody in the huddle hears just one part of the play call. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Quarterback needs to know it all. And so I think it just shows why they are the highest paid, why they are the most coveted position in all of sports and so I mean all these guys are tough to be a football player period but just a quarterback as I said you're seeing what they're going through their home life what they have to do to prepare their bodies and all of these things man it just doesn't get any better than what we've been getting from this
0: um you've put me on to some stuff to watch and then I've taken care of it I need you to finish it over the weekend Wes we can talk about this on Monday please do Please do. Not that I control what you do on the weekend, yeah. <laughs> but it would be nice, ever so please, if you don't mind watching this so we can talk I about will. it. I will. same goes for you, although I know you're going to be partying it up with Luke Combs tonight. Maybe yeah. you can take care of it. Maybe. You can binge watch it. I know Slush. you like binge watching. Slosh. <laughs> <laughs> after that After that After tonight's festivities <laughs> Make sure you go watch The documentary Alright and also Before that Before you get sloshed As Wes yeah, is when saying When he's
1: laying in the bed With that hangover tomorrow He can yeah. watch it That'll be good
0: uh, Give us the last Fitty Flash of the day
1: Fitty
2: Well a program Could have gotten sloshed, was Tennessee, but their football program, they avoided a bowl ban, but was fined more than $8 million by the NCAA Division I Committee on uh, on Infractions, which announced its punishment for the volunteers on Friday after finding more than 200 individual infractions committed by the school, Mm. (laughs) which would make you believe that that would be worthy of a bowl ban. But the NCAA said, quote, that the $8 million fine was equivalent to the financial impact the school would have faced if it missed the postseason during the 2023 and 2024 seasons. Does that math add up because you played in a New Year's Six Bowl game this past year and you got a very good chance to go back to one again this year?
0: 200 infractions? 200. I would love to see the list of just how crazy. This is like the itemized bill that you asked for. (laughs) 200 infractions. I would love to see all of the details to this list because that is an amazing number. And you would think it would be a bowl ban. Is the math mathing to you, Wes, when Fitty gives you all those numbers?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you look at it. Impermissible paid visits, direct payments to prospects, student athletes and their families, head coach responsibility, unethical contact, conduct failure to monitor. I mean, they've got all types of stuff going. On. I don't know how they got out of a bow band. It's
0: amazing. It's amazing to see that. All right. Uh, by the way, somebody was writing in on the text line. Uh, the documentary is called Quarterback, literally. Quarterback on Netflix. So is. make sure you go watch it because I want to talk about it more. All right. Last segment to go. Week that was. We give you the best highlights, the funniest moments of the show over the past week or so It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. it out the week on Wes and Walker playing a little Narcos for you. You can get ready for the Mets game tonight, starting a new series post all-star break. And if you want to get caught up on all of it, then what podcast better wow. to check out than Flushing's
2: finest for all you Mets fans. Catch it anywhere you get your podcast yeah we're on apple spotify you name it the flushing's finest is there
0: all right you guys are the flushing's finest it sounds like an insult but it's not it's not no it sounds like a good thing go check it out if you're a mets fan or if you're a braves fan you want specific intel to make fun of mets fans for then you can go to flushing's finest and you can listen to fitty and flounder on their latest pod you can also hear fitty Cut up a few of the highlights in what was a great week of shows, man. We were clowning something serious this week. That's just kind of how it was. Fitty was in a great mood. We were all kind of in great moods and we're in a great mood right now because it's Friday heading to the weekend and we can't do it until we give you the week's best highlights. Hit it, Fitty. Week that was.
2: All right. The timing of the first clip could not be more appropriate because we had pizza delivered to the station and it's (laughs) it's probably like it's 1a 1b with my favorite pizza places in the world
0: it smells great and also smoky was just walking past the glass dancing to this never been happier oh smoky he was feeling it too man i loved all of that i don't know what you were doing but go ahead all right
2: so (laughs) earlier in the week we got down a rabbit hole talking about the best family style restaurants and when Walker brought up Sagebrush, I forgot about this. We
0: all kind of lost our mind. I've got another restaurant we haven't talked about too. Let me just throw out a little Sagebrush
2: for you. Oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sagebrush. That used to be in Winston too. Every Friday night in Monroe, growing up, that's where me, that's where we'd go eat. Shout out to Cactus Jacks in uh, Winston Salem. Uh, um, what makes no me laugh
0: them. is Fitty being so seduced by some of these <laughs> restaurants. Right. Let me throw Sagebrush. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 it's a, throw the peanuts. Yes, Walker. Sagebrush. Yeah. <laughs> you are so happy to hear it, and that's how you react. It is a little disturbing how much you like sagebrush and some of the other restaurants and or food items that we'll bring up oh my god (laughs) (laughs) what's the next highlight
2: all right so i think this i think this was in the same show we were talking about white socks walker and it led you down a road about how the fernando tatis trade really killed you and i compared tatis i thought i was comparing him to an animal but instead i compared him to a model
0: White Sock Walker, he's not dead because I want to see them do well. But man, he was pretty damaged in the Fernando Tatis James Shields trade. Mm.
2: <laughs> it should, and rightfully so, because Tatis is <laughs> God. They traded for a win now pitcher
0: that really wasn't winning now, Mm-mm. and they got rid of Trace Thompson, Clay Thompson's brother. And Fernando Tatis, who is a pretty much, although he's
2: not in the All Star Game, right? Not initially. I don't, I don't believe so. But dude, he is just, dude, he is a Giselle playing in the outfield. The way he just runs is just mesmerizing. You guys,
1: did you just call? Talking about Tom Brady's wife. Did he just call
0: an African safari animal, the model in which Tom Brady was married to for some time? you just call him a Giselle and is he posing for magazine covers I think you mean gazelle, right I guess yeah uh, <laughs> I love that I asked you too I was like what in the world were you meaning and then Casey Steve said to be honest with you a herd of Giselles isn't the worst thing in the world yeah, I guess that's just what you heard. Wes saying, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best sound. Sa- well, there's a lot of sound in there, and yet Wes is, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best sound soundbite in that entire uh, sequence there.
2: What really killed me was, like, I thought about that comparison. Like, once you started talking about Tatis, because I love him. He's a hell of a player.
0: Well, you were about to go for it, but then you stopped yourself.
2: Yeah, and then then I just butcher it, and it's it's. Well, I probably shouldn't talk more than I than I should.
0: Just a giselle out there in the outfield.
2: Still gonna talk. Um, all right, the next one. So we had seven eleven day also earlier in the week. And we sent Shroppy on a Slurpee run, and he gave us a detailed description of how he transported five Slurpees back to the station.
1: That was the thing I was wondering, too. I was like, man, do they have drink holders for him? Because I knew that that was going to be a (laughs) challenge for him. So kudos. That gives him even more props to put five Slurpees in the car with no drink holder. And these things are frozen, by the way. How did you transport them? Give us your play-by-play.
0: Yeah, so I have my two cup holders up front that I use. And then in my back seat, there's a middle console that folds down. Mm. And I utilize those two cup holders and then one was right in between my legs. Look at no, those oh, skills. which one was that so one? Do you have <laughs> I think we all know which what? one's that one. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, no.
1: Look at the this skill. Oh, <laughs> Am I yeah. drinking that? Oh, God. No, that's <laughs> definitely that was definitely 50s, so. uh, oh, heck, would yeah! Would that change your mind as good as they are? And even if you were drinking it, would you just decide
0: to throw, throw it away? You mean drinking the stroppy crotch slurpee? You that what you're saying? <laughs> it's a little different. Stroppy crotch. Drop
2: crotch. It's
0: different flavor. It sounds like a disease, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> Shrop
0: it does. It still sounds like it disease. Man, I got shrap crotch. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys, it happens. I went to the Luke Combs concert and I came back with shrap crotch. Oh, <laughs> it, it happens this weekend. You just might, as
1: humid as it is out there.
2: Brutal. All right, Finny. Next one. We still have five. We still have two more okay, to get. We got to. two more to go. We're going to continue with the Slurpee conversation because Wes tried the new flavor and when he described it, well, Walker started singing.
1: Can you give us a review on
0: the
2: this
1: product? This tastes line? like a, just a frozen orange soda, man. Mm, who really loves good. orange soda? <laughs> like, men made orange soda back in the day when I told Dominic Wilkins I uh, drank it because of him.
0: Okay. Wes loves orange soda. That's right. I do. Is it true? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Ooh. This is why we're the best new show. That's a promo. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. You gotta watch Keenan, cuz Keenan be scheming. RIP Coolio, RIP Keenan and Kel. You were a little old for that, though, right?
1: You didn't watch it? Yeah, you sounded like a West Coast singer, though, that used to be a pimp. I mean, Coolio. You got sugar-free out there. Some of those guys, that's what you sounded like right (laughs) there.
0: (laughs) Kel with the orange soda breakdown is one of the best breakdowns ever. That's just how it is. And Keenan, the show, it was amazing. It was must-see TV for me as a young boy. All right, Fitty, last one.
2: All right, the last one. I was really excited about bringing Steve Logan on the program because I've listened to him before. Great storyteller. And uh, he recounted recruiting our very own Wes Bryant some 15, 20 years ago.
1: I remember one recruiting victory that you did get, and I don't know if you uh, remember me that well, but I know you remember my quarterback, Paul Troth, and he and I came up there to East Carolina for a visit uh, (laughs) back in the day. So I definitely said that uh, I was going to mention that to you and see if you uh, remembered me or remembered us because I know you remembered my question.
0: Yeah, Vance High School, offensive lineman, big kid, eventually (laughs) went to Florida. Do you remember Wes Bryant out of Vance High there, Coach? I do remember that. And, of course, and that's what I'm speaking to. When Florida comes along, I'm not going to get that football
1: player. Yeah, Coach, you were right about that. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: and you know what? If if Florida had come along and that young man told me he wanted to come to East Carolina, I probably wouldn't take him because I think he was not very bright. Uh...
1: Yeah, man. True. I used to get a ton of mail from East Carolina, and then they started giving me the little handwritten notes and stuff like that. So, yeah, the Pirates, they, they were on your boy. But uh, but we know we
0: know Steve Logan now, so we can joke. Yes. But what was the reason that you weren't going to give him the time of day?
1: He has an intensity about him, man. And when he smiled, I just still didn't see the warmth I want to see from my football coach, man. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Plus, they were in Adidas school, and I didn't like Greenville that much. So, it was like, Ugh.
0: Yeah, I know a couple people that didn't go to NC State because they wore Adidas. Yeah,
1: back then. man. That's a true yeah, story. Because back then Adidas football, I mean they have decent gear now, but back then Adidas was super basic with the
0: gear. Where was your quarterback that was recruited? Where did he eventually go?
1: He went to East Carolina okay, because so he works. was a he was a legacy recruit. I mean, but he got okay. offered see coach, he left that out because my quarterback was one one of the first classes of Elite Eleven. He was the number one senior quarterback in the state. He was 6'5, 225. And he got offered by Butch Davis on the spot at Miami and other places, but he chose East Carolina because his parents
0: went there. How much money did Butch Davis give him?
1: Man, I don't know, but I know that <laughs> based off what he said, he should have asked my quarterback, what are you doing here with all of the schools that wanted him? But he chose the Pirates.
0: All right, that is a great week that was. We had a lot. It was. To, we had a lot to go through. That'll do it for Wesson Walker this week. Keep it right here. Don't go anywhere. From 3 to 6, it's the Kyle Bailey Show alongside Smoke Ludwig. Sports Radio, ninety two seven WFNC. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.